0: Hi, I'm Dr. Francho Hamilton, founder of A Better Way Center and co-founder of Seven Dimensions. I am a bariatric surgeon, an obesity medicine physician, a wellness doctor, a Christian, a wife, a mother, and a woman of color. I am also your host, and you are listening to the podcast, Your Life Transformed, a journey to becoming a better you. This started with my study of obesity, which not only included surgery options, medications, and diets, but quickly turned into psychology, emotions, everyday habits, living life, learning how to love yourself. I quickly learned that this was not just for my patients, but this could be applied to myself and to everyone. So I started this podcast in order to be able to buy time time that i feel like i've lost in this ever changing healthcare world with my patients time that i would like to communicate to them and educate them not just about medications and diets and surgeries but about life and how to live their best life so join me as we talk about not only clinically based medicine many questions that you guys have about weight loss and wellness but also about other things that just are recommended to be able to live your best life. So join me on this journey to being a better you on the podcast, Your Life Transformed. Hello, and welcome back to my unedited podcast. On this podcast, I'm calling it episode two. And we are going to talk about why are they so thin? That is a common question I get among patients when they see other people and they ask the question, how do they stay so thin? How do you stay so thin? Well, to answer that is we try, we work. The people who stay thin don't stay thin because it naturally happens to them. They work at it every day. Matter of fact, I had a neighbor in one of the previous neighborhoods that I lived in who lived across the street. She was probably in her mid-40s, and she was very thin, like what you would consider pretty thin. Um, and she had two daughters. Her goal in life was to be able to not sit in the front seat. She would lose enough weight to where she would not make the weight limit to sit in the front seat. And just to give you guys an idea... Of What that is was 75 pounds anything um, Let 75 pounds or less you cannot sit in the front seat of a car You have to sit in the back seat and she was in her mid 40s and I kid you not from the back You could not tell the difference between her and her 10 year old daughter She would often joke That when her husband was out of town She would just eat a bowl of cereal and then she would eat a couple bites whenever they were together She would cook for her kids, but she didn't eat and We went to the same gym, so I saw her there. She would work out for one or two hours daily, um, and she wouldn't eat. And so when people looked at her, they would be like, man, she's so thin. But the reason she stayed thin, she was essentially starving herself, which that's not necessarily good. There's healthy ways to stay thin, and I wouldn't even call it thin. A lot of my patients call it thin, but I would just say normal BMI. And normal BMI is anywhere from... 18.99 to 24.99. So um, I wouldn't say that's necessarily thin. We'll just say, you know, how do I stay within normal BMI? And I'll be honest, um, it's a day-to-day task. So things that I do, and again, I don't consider myself thin. I'm probably more the athletic build, but I'm normal BMI. Um, I don't eat out a lot. I cook most of the times, even when I get at home. When I'm working or in clinic, I will bring my lunch. And to be honest, like, you have to choose better. And so that's how a lot of people stay healthy. Because you can be thin, by the way, and unhealthy. Like, I don't want you to be thin by starving yourself. I don't want you to be thin by working out three hours a day. Like, those are not healthy habits. You need to form and develop healthy habits to stay within the BMI limit. So other things is most people who stay thin usually do have a workout regimen, and they're consistent with it. So whether it's three days a week, whether it's five or seven days a week, it's usually the, normal t- the same time each day, and then people are consistent. And honestly, I know a lot of people do not like working out. So don't make working out a chore. It has to be something that you like to do. So you can dance as your workout, Um, you can do yoga, you can do, there's different forms of yoga nowadays that you can get a pretty intense workout. You can find a friend and workout. and the other thing that you can do that we do a lot in our family is what I call active play. So on days where I don't have a chance to work out, I'm very active with my kids. I have smaller kids, but... Even if you have an adult adult or older kids, I would say, you can find things you can do where it's active play. For example, go bike riding together as a family, go hiking together as a family. We have a little volleyball net out there. We can play volleyball, play catch or baseball with the kids, play soccer. I mean, if you have grassy area, you can find something to do as a family, and that can be your workout. So if you don't want to necessarily go to the gym, go play basketball. Grab your kids or your husband or wife or some friends and play basketball. You can burn calories that way. Anything to burn calories. The other thing you just have to be conscious of uh, is what you eat. Like, I wouldn't say I eat. I, I I don't have a lot of sugar cravings personally, but my husband does. And he stays within his normal BMI by just being conscious of what he's eating. So it's just... You can't just indulge whenever you want to. You have to be able to recognize um, that you have limits. And so I tell my patients, everything is in moderation. So I want you to be able to eat the cake or the ice cream or the candies, but not every day. And so we usually pick a, a day a week or every two weeks. And one of my favorite ice cream places is called Brahms. It's in DFW. There's also one in Oklahoma. And so I eat Brahms pretty regularly, either once a week or once every two weeks, but I don't eat it every day and I don't eat ice cream or candies or anything else every day. I make a conscious effort to eat Brahms whenever I have the craving and then I also make a conscious effort two days later and when I want it to be like, no, I already had Brahms this week, so I'm just going to wait until next week or, you know, do it another time. So, you can't just eat whenever you want, whatever you want. You kind of have to make conscious efforts about what you're eating every day. You need to almost pre plan, which I know is hard for a lot of people, but I will tell you, as a surgeon who owns my own business and has small kids, if I can do it and I travel, I travel for work a lot. I think anybody can do it. So, I don't want to hear any excuses about I don't have time. I don't either. But I make a conscious effort to, to choose health, to choose my health, and to be healthier. And people who do that, you will never have problems, per se, with weight. Even my patients who have undergone surgery, you will not regain the weight if you make a conscious effort to choose to be healthy. But you have to choose that. Um, when I travel out of town, I pack my lunch. I don't go to fast food. I go to a grocery store, and I, find, I take call at night. Or for 24 hours and I pack I have a salad I have my nuts for snacks I mean mind you if I want chips I'll eat a bag of chips but again it's not every day for me and so instead of choosing or eating fast food I'm choosing to go to a grocery store and to pack my lunch and I do that the day before my shifts so I'll travel or go out of town and before I start my conference my meeting My speech, whatever it is, I'm gonna do the night before when I get in. If I if I'm traveling out of town, I find a store and I I grab Powerade zeros for the fridge. I'll grab salads for some and I'll grab snacks. I like Atkins bars. I can put those in my purse. I also like Planters, like they have these nut packs. I can put those in my purse. Things I can like easily travel with. I travel with those, so it's just making conscious efforts. Most of the time, I bring my lunch to work. And honestly, when I have to eat fast food, I'm kind of disgusted. Like, uh, For one, I'm cheap. I don't like to spend money. And two, I don't want to eat fast food. I'm like mad at myself that I didn't pack or we didn't have enough leftovers to bring from the night before. But every now and then, I have to eat fast food. But again, the habits that I have aren't everyday habits. As long as you more times than not choose healthy, you will not struggle with your weight unless you have Some medical problem or some genetic problem that's causing you to gain weight no matter what. And if that's the case, then you definitely need to be evaluated by a physician. I have one um, employee who is very thin. And I'll be honest, she's probably one of the few people that I know who doesn't really work to be thin. She actually does eat out every day and honestly eats junk. And those are rare situations, just so you know, like, and to be honest, she's young, she's probably in her twenties, but when she's in her forties and fifties, she's going to have medical problems because she's going to have cholesterol. She's going to have hypertension. She may have heart disease. She may have insulin resistance. I mean, you can't eat processed food like that and be healthy. Um, so she probably has actually a genetic, um, mutation that actually makes her not gain weight which can also happen. It can go both ways. There's different chromosomes, there's different DNA things, and I won't get too scientific in this talk, but on different chromosomes, that can cause people to gain and not be able to lose. And to be honest, there's even with surgery, there are certain chromosomal defects and genetic mutations that even surgery will not allow them to lose weight. And it works on the opposite. There's people who stay thin, Because they have a chromosome and they eat bad. You can't really stay thin and eat bad at the same time and not work out with usually without there being some other medical problem. Hyperthyroid can cause that. And so it goes both ways. Uh, The other thing that I wanted to kind of touch on is I've heard sometimes my patients say, I may be obese, but I'm healthy. And I'll be honest, there's no such thing. Just like thin people who eat bad can become sick on their inside, their bodies can, Um, people who are overweight or obese, and I'm not talking about overweight, BMI of 25, 26, 27, I'm really talking about the obesity category, which starts at a BMI of 30, which is approximately 30, I'm sorry, about 40 to 50 pounds overweight. And I get it, right? I'm a woman of color, so BMIs are different. Um, and that's why body composition, I think, is important because I people can weigh heavier, but still be small if you work out and in muscle mass. And so sometimes the body composition is always helpful to determine how much actual fat percent that you need to lose. But to get back on topic, if you are obese, BMI of 30 or above, have 50 pounds to lose, you are not necessarily healthy. We have not been able as a medical provider find hypertension, diabetes, sleep apnea, high cholesterol. You may not have any of those obvious issues, but I can guarantee you have some underlying medical problems at the cellular level. And to be honest, medical problems at the cellular level have been going on well before the numbers in the blood work that your physician gets change. So for example, by the time your A1C, which is the marker for diabetes, becomes above 6.4, whatever the marker is, depending on the lab, your body has been diabetic at the cellular level for at least five to 10 years before that. You just never turned, so to speak. By the time people identify cancer, for example, which also can be caused by obesity, you were precancerous. A lot of times, most physicians and most primary care doctors don't check that. At A Better Way Center, Seven Dimensions, because this is what we do, we also check cellular markers. We can check genetic and DNA markers. So you can look at stuff and treat it before it actually happens and becomes a problem. By the time it becomes a problem, honestly, you're almost too late. Some of the damage has been done. By the time your A1C is 6.4 and you're diabetic, mind you, you can turn the the clock back on that, and that one you can actually reverse, but at the cellular level, you've already done damage on your arteries, on your heart, that you can't even see and and tell at the time, so don't think because you're quote-unquote obese or overweight, um, and again, that's BMI of 30, um, and above, that you're healthy, because I do not think anybody who is 50, 60, 70, 80 pounds, overweight, is healthy. You guys are often tired. Your joint hurts. And again, a lot of times you will have some of the pre-diseases, um, pre-hypertension, pre-diabetes, pre-cancer even. And so it's very important that you get your weight under control um, and kind of prevent a lot of those problems. And one of the best ways to do that is to choose healthy Um choose to live better, and overall choose to be better. You want to be able to have energy. You want to, I know people, a lot of times people just don't feel good when they, their weight fluctuates like that. And you don't also want to be going up and down in your weight because that affects your metabolism. And to get into segue into that, like there are people who have faster metabolisms than others, but to be honest, you can't say, oh, the reason I'm, overweight is because my metabolism is slow. That's a common like, misconception because you can have a slow metabolism and still um, have a healthy weight, we'll call it. Uh, I, my metabolism is not super fast, um, but you can still be at a healthy weight. And what you do in those situations, you just have to monitor what you eat and the portion sizes you eat. And you have to work out because whatever your metabolism doesn't burn, working out can help compensate for that. So for all of those who have a slow metabolism, you almost have to work out or increase your activity to burn those excess calories that your body doesn't burn. And you have to choose your calories wisely. For example, they can't be chalked with processed foods. I mean, your body just won't metabolize that at all. Slow or fast metabolism. It just has a hard time. So the best thing to do for slower metabolisms is to do more green vegetables, actually. More green vegetables, um, low glycemic index foods, so to speak. Not necessarily the heavy foods that sit in your stomach. You're just going to have a hard time. People with faster metabolisms, they can metabolize food faster because they're resting metabolism. That means with them doing nothing, goes a little bit quicker than people who have slow metabolisms. But even with that being said, I've seen people with fast metabolisms at an unhealthy weight. And a lot of it is because of what they eat. And you can't necessarily increase your metabolism significantly. Your metabolism is what it is but you can slow it down. Of course, that's the way it works. You can't do anything to significantly increase it, but you can do things over a lifetime to significantly decrease it. I mean, unfortunately, that's the way life works. It's much harder to gain weight than it is to lose weight, right? I mean, that's how it works. So essentially, decreased metabolism can occur by fluctuations in weight in the sense that I'm dieting because I'm on fentramine or whatever medication your primary care diet care doctor gave you, and I'm not going to eat, so I take the pill, and I starve myself, that actually, believe it or not, slows down your metabolism, skipping meals, skipping breakfast slows down your metabolism, and honestly, most of us often will start dieting, what, 18, in high school, maybe, so my average age of my patient is probably 45, 50, by the time I see them, they've had 30 years of quote-unquote dieting, where they're starved themselves, lost weight, then regained the weight, started a workout program, stopped a workout program. To be honest, you just have to be consistent. You're like confusing the body when you do that. And it's very difficult for us as doctors to kind of get the body back on track when that keeps happening. But it's doable. But you just have to be consistent with whatever your lifestyle is. And, And don't diet. Just choose to eat healthier foods. Like our dinner today, we had We actually had chicken fried steak, which is not the best, but again, we don't eat that often and vegetables. That's what, that's what we had. My kids had a rice, um, but usually we have a meat and a vegetable of some sort, plus or minus, we may have rice. Um, we eat tacos. I mean, we eat kind of the typical stuff, but believe it or not, taco shells in them of themselves, like three taco shells may only be 16 to 20 grams of carbs, Um, and so just read your labels. It's not the taco shell. It may be the beans, the rice, having second and third and fourth portions that do it. But if you just eat two to three tacos, it's not that everything in the taco is fine. And so it's just kind of being mindful of what you're eating. You can eat regular food and you don't have to diet. Um, we do eat spaghetti, but it's rare, probably twice a month. My kids like spaghetti, but we probably, it's not even weekly for us. We probably eat spaghetti once every two weeks because we try to switch it up. A lot of chicken, and again, we cook uh, cook a lot of our food. If we want fried food, I probably eat fried food at home maybe two to three times a year. And so it's one of those things that if you're eating out fried chicken regularly, I mean, you're going to gain weight. It's all processed. Your body can't really handle all that processed food. And long-term, you're just not going to do well. So the people who stay thin make a conscious effort and if they tell you otherwise they are lying um people who and I, I don't even want to say thin i said that kind of because that's the question i often get asked so i want you to guys kind of to be able to understand the topics that we're talking about but let's talk about healthy weight and unhealthy weight classify it into those two categories a healthy weight you at this day and age you have to work at with the lifestyles that we live now the fast food that's on every corner. I mean, three decades ago, this and everybody knows this weight and obesity was not a problem. Everybody knows this is becoming an epidemic in the United States. And I truly believe a lot of that is from the processed food, our go, go, go lifestyle. We don't take time to take care of ourselves. And that's what this podcast is about, right? A better journey to taking care of ourselves. And again, we'll talk about different topics. Today, it's about how do we stay within a healthy weight Because you guys can do it. Everybody listening can do it. It's not just people who are already thin. If you are overweight, um, get on a program, lose the weight, and then maintain it. Don't regain it. When you regain it, you are messing up your metabolism. If you are considered thin and you're doing it the wrong way, meaning either starving yourself or just naturally thin due to genetics and eating junk all the time, that's not healthy either you will end up with medical problems. Just because you're thin, that doesn't mean you don't have medical problems. And for those of you who are considered obese or an unhealthy weight and say, oh, I'm healthy besides my weight, you're not healthy. You just don't know what's going on at the cellular level. Ask your doctor about it, let them check it. If they don't do that, go to a functional medicine, wellness, or weight loss doctor who does. It's important that you stay in tune with your body. Our goal at my practices is to find the root of the problem, meaning we want to know if you're going to develop diabetes. We can do genetic testing, which was previously mentioned, and we start treating those problems first as we start treating your weight, because it's just as important to start treating your medical problems. And I'll be honest, patients are a little like, "Mm," because a lot of people just come in wanting meds or the surgery. And I'm like, let's do this first for a few months and I guarantee you will lose weight because your weight is not just because of necessarily of what you're eating, it's other stuff. You're vitamin deficient, especially when you eat bad, when you don't take vitamins, that's all part of a healthy lifestyle. So to kind of reiterate, people who say they don't do anything to stay thin or a healthy weight, they're lying. They do do stuff to stay thin. People have to work. In this day and age, in order to stay healthy. Moms, wives, they don't we don't stay at home anymore, wash the clothes by hand manually. We're not out there mowing the lawn. The things that we used to do in our daily lives decades ago to stay active, we're not doing anymore. We have now adopted a more sedentary lifestyle. And so we have to make it more active. And the only way to do that is exercising or be or forcing activity in your daily practices, whether it's with your kids, your spouse, or significant other, your friends, um, you have to get it in. And you have to get it in regularly. I would say if you want to maintain a healthy weight, four to five days a week, at least. The other thing is going to be your food. You have to avoid the fast foods on a regular basis. If you're out and about and have to get it Once a week, twice a week, I definitely would not eat fast food more than twice a week. That is affecting your weight. That processed food is not good for your body. It's not good for your cells. And it's truly making you sick and not feel good, believe it or not. The best thing is to get on a regimen to cook, whether you have to crock pot it, like today. Tomorrow I have a long day. I'm about to take out some chicken, season it. So when I get home tomorrow... I can just put it in the oven for 45 minutes while my kids play. I mean, you have to figure out a way to cook. If you don't have time to do it when you get home because it's too late, then, which happens to me too, I'll put it in the crock pot in the morning. Put it on six hours or eight hours, and by the time I get home, it's ready. You have to start planning ahead. Bring your lunch. Pack your snacks. Don't get caught empty-handed, literally, without a snack or something in your bag or your purse, or your backpack, or whatever you carry around your car um, when you're hungry, because then you're going to want some junk. You're going to go to Quick Trip, or whatever um, gas station, or you're going to go to whatever fast food, and you're going to get junk, and that is sabotage. So just be mindful on a day-to-day basis of what you're eating, what you're doing, and honestly, you have to think about it all the time. People who stay at a healthy weight are constantly, like I've already planned, and I'm doing this podcast at night after my kids went to bed, I'm already planning on what am I going to eat for lunch tomorrow, and what am I going to cook for dinner tomorrow, and that's with people who are a healthy, that's what they do, I already, I work out every morning before work and before my kids get up, and now I'm used to that, I'm not a morning person, but the only time that I could get it in was, is in the morning. So that's what I'm going to do because I want to stay healthy. Had an anesthesia um, lady today that I talked to that I overheard her. She has small kids. She gets up at 345 to work out. Now, mind you, that's not me, right? That's a little too early for me. But people who want to stay healthy, it's almost like you do what you got to do. You have to make your health a priority. That is it for our podcast today. Thank you for listening. And again, for any requests for topics, go to our website or our Facebook page, Your Life Transformed, The Journey to Becoming a Better You. Um, You can look me up, Dr. Hamilton, under A Better Better Way Center or Seven Dimensions. Send us messages. Let me know what you want to hear on the next podcast. And I want to, again, thank you for going on this journey with me. Until next time, when we discuss another, um, hot topic. Thank you for joining me on your life transformed the journey to becoming a better you. And until next time, continue your journey.